0: Because here's what happens. When we try to love ourselves, we have this whole story behind us that tells us why we're not worthy, why we can't do that. And that story is often the voice of other people or it's the actions that other people have done towards us and we're replaying that. That you're taking back all of the things that people said about you as to why you're unworthy. You're taking back your power and you're telling all of the people who told you that you're unworthy of love that you can't love yourself who treated you in ways that tried to reinforce that in your life or that made you feel that way what you're doing is you're beginning to say no you don't have that power over me anymore i'm going to take full responsibility to give myself the permission to love myself you see we often give ourselves the power to determine that we're unworthy but we also need to give ourselves the same power to say that we are worthy of- Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast. I'm Jerry, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to finish this two-part series that we've had around giving ourselves permission to love ourselves. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the other episode, encourage you to do that at some point. That'll really tie together this whole message of giving yourself permission to love yourself. Now, I want to encourage you to grab something to write with, a paper, pen, or pencil pen, whatever. But I wouldn't use your phone because that might get you a little bit distracted. But something that you can take notes with uh, that you can write some things out because we're going to do a few exercises in this episode today. Now, before we get into the rest of this episode, I want to remind you, as always, if you haven't subscribed or followed, please do so. That'll mean the world to me. If you haven't had a chance yet to rate it, review it, or to leave a comment, please do that as well, because that's going to continue to help the reach of this podcast. And then finally, if you know somebody who could benefit from it, please share it with them. So let's jump in. Permission to love ourselves. I want to ask you to do something real quick. I want you to say the words, I love myself. Take a moment and do that. How does that feel? What happened when you said the words, I love myself? Did you feel resistance like we talked about in the last episode? Did you feel it somewhere in your body? What happened when you said that? What I want to point out is that you are resisting yourself. If you felt resistance, you are resisting yourself. Now, I know that comes from Trauma, I know that comes from our story, that resistance. But here's what I wanna do, and this is point number one. I want you to take full ownership for the permission to love yourself. I want you to see yourself as the absolute gatekeeper, the one who determines whether or not you can give yourself the permission to love yourself. Because here's what happens. When we try to love ourselves, we have this whole story behind us that tells us why we're not worthy, why we can't do that. And that story is often the voice of other people, or it's the actions that other people have done towards us, and we're replaying that. Or it's the actions that we've done that we've now said we're unworthy of love because of those things. Now, if those things you did made you unworthy of love, then guess what? You're the one who can make yourself worthy of love. You see, we often give ourselves the power to determine that we're unworthy, but we also need to give ourselves the same power to say that we are worthy of love. So here's what we want to do in taking full accountability and full responsibility. I know it feels hard. I know we want to have all the stories. I know we want to say all the reasons why that's not true. But if you can, for a moment, take that full responsibility and see what that feels like to take full ownership and do it from an empowering position that you're taking back all of the things that people said about you as to why you're unworthy. You're taking back your power and you're telling all of the people who told you that you're unworthy of love, that you can't love yourself, who treated you in ways that tried to reinforce that in your life or that made you feel that way. What you're doing is you're beginning to say, no, you don't have that power over me anymore. I'm going to take full responsibility to give myself the permission to love myself. And nobody else is going to determine whether or not I make that decision or I give myself that permission. And let me be clear, I'm not minimizing the trauma that's happened. I'm not saying that that stuff hasn't gotten stored. It hasn't gotten wired. I mean, if you've listened to any of my episodes, you'll know that I'm very much aware of Clear and an advocate for the things that happen to us when we experience trauma and the process of going about healing that. But I also don't want you to feel disempowered in this space of loving yourself. I don't want those ghosts, those stories, those voices, or those decisions that you've made become those barriers that keep you from loving yourself. Now, you are the only one in here. Now, I get a little bit of pushback from people when I say that. Because I'll get things like, well, you know, when trauma happens, other people live in us and they take up that space. I know, I understand that. But what I want to try to do is to get you to that point to say, even though my body is keeping the score, I have the authority, the power, the ability to drive that stuff out. Here's a couple of things I want you to think about. Like when you do somatic therapy and your body begins to release stored trauma, Whose body is releasing that? Your body is releasing that. You've given yourself space and permission. Yes, somebody else is working with you, but it is your body that's allowing yourself to release that. When you think about when you work with a therapist, what's happening? The therapist is trying to get you to the point where you make decisions, where you see things, where you have aha moments, where there's a safe space that you can open up. Once again... It's you doing the work. A good therapist will only point you to yourself and allow you to begin to discover the things that need to heal and how you can begin to move forward. Because if it's just somebody else telling you what to do, you're kind of stuck back into old patterns and you become dependent on somebody else. So I want you to clearly hear me on this. You are the one who's the gatekeeper and you are the one who who is determining whether or not you can give yourself permission to love yourself. It's not a judgment statement. It's an empowering statement. It's exactly what happened with me. It's exactly what happens when I work with people. That aha moment where they say, you know what? I am the one. I am the one I've been looking for. I'm the one. I've just been waiting for myself to say, you know what? I'm going to give myself permission to love myself. So let's go ahead and move on to point number two. Now, before we get there, I want you to say the words again. I love myself. How does it feel now? Can you say it from an empowered position? I love myself. Now say this. I give myself permission to love myself. Now, are there things coming up again as to why you don't believe that or why you don't feel that? I want you to start writing that down. I want you to make a list of all the reasons why you believe that you're not worthy of love and you can't give yourself permission to love yourself. We want to get it all out. We want to kind of purge it. We want to put it on paper and we want to be able to see it. We want to be able to look at it and go, here's all the reasons that I believe or think that I'm not worthy of my own love. What is that doing? It's allowing it to stop just cycling in your head. It's allowing it to just stop popping up at these random moments and it's forcing it to come out and to be confronted and to be looked at. Because when you can confront it and you can look at it, yes, it's gonna cause some pain. Yes, it's gonna bring up some emotions. Yes, it's gonna feel uncomfortable to do it because it's gonna be some reminders. Now, I want to also be very clear that if you need a safe place to do this because you feel like it might be very triggering for you to do that, please get with a safe person, your therapist, a mental health professional, a friend, or a coach. I can work with you in that space as well. But write that stuff out. We're wanting to purge it from our system to really have it in front of us. Because as we can begin to look at it, we can see that some of it doesn't even make any sense. We can see that some of it wasn't even about us. It was about the behavior of somebody else. And we're allowing the behavior of somebody else to determine whether or not we are going to be able to love ourselves. Yes, once again, that's what trauma does to us. But now we're going to say, no more. Now we're going to write it out and we're going to be able to say those things, as painful as they were that happened to us, we're not going to allow them to keep us from giving ourselves permission to love ourselves and to live the life that we're worthy of. So write it out until you can't think of any other reason why you believe that you're not worthy of love. Now there might be some tears that come with this. There might be just some really gut-wrenching moments in this. And I want you to consider this almost as a holy moment as you write it out, because here's what you're doing. You're having a part of you that doesn't believe that you're worthy of love, and you're giving it full voice. You're allowing it to say whatever it wants to say. And then you're going to shift to the part of you that wants you to love yourself, because you have that part of you, that authentic you, that wants you to love yourself. And so you're going to allow this space to happen of a full voice to the part of you that says you're not worthy and then allow the part of you that wants you to love yourself to see it, to feel it, to empathize with it and to fully embrace that and then begin to move on to the next step and then really try to connect with that part of you that wishes that you could love yourself and then begin to have empathy and compassion on the part of you that has written all of that out. Can you see that part of you that wrote all that out? And can you see that that is a person who's experienced deep pain? And can you stop judging that person for just a moment? Give it voice, let it be said, let it cycle out of you so it doesn't just stay spinning inside of you. You know, one of the things that pain does when it can't get out of us is it loops, it goes in a circle, because that energy's got to go somewhere. If it can't get out of us, it's going to stay inside of us, and it's going to just kind of loop around in there, coming up over and over and over again. So what we're wanting to do is allow it an exit point, really write it out, really look at it, and then see that part, see that person who's saying all of that about you with love. Love and see why they would say all of those things. See the anger, see the frustration, see the hurt, and allow it to be said, don't resist it, and then see it from the part of you that loves you. And let that part have compassion, because in having compassion towards that part of yourself, you're moving more towards the space of giving yourself permission to love yourself. Because giving yourself permission to love yourself means you're loving all of yourself. And if you can love that part of you and begin to see that part of you that is adversarial towards you and meet that with love, you are well on your path of giving yourself permission to love yourself because you're loving the toughest parts of yourself and meeting them with compassion. Okay, let's go to point number three. And before we get to point number three, I want you to say the words. I give myself permission to love myself. How does it feel? How does it feel now in this moment? After you've been able to look at that part of yourself with compassion, you've been able to get some of that out. Is there any difference? Because here's what we're going to do on this third point. We're going to set an intention. Setting an intention is really powerful. It's not just words. It's not just some kind of hocus pocus. It is really about you with yourself saying that I am going to do this. I set the intention. Now, whether or not you're going to get it all done in one moment or whatever, that doesn't matter. What we're doing is we're saying, this is the space I'm providing for myself. I intend to do these things. And here's some things that I want you to acknowledge and set some intention around. Number one, I want you to acknowledge that you do want to love yourself. As much as you might resist it, as much as you might tell yourself that no, you don't want to love yourself because you don't believe that you're worthy of it, you do want to love yourself. We all do. It's natural. That's why we have all these struggles about beating ourselves up and wishing that we wouldn't because we ultimately want to love ourselves. So I just want you to take a moment and acknowledge that. Write it out or to say it. To acknowledge, I want to love myself. Because you're giving voice to that part of yourself that wants you to love yourself. You're giving voice to yourself because you do want to love yourself. So just take a moment and say that. Now, the second thing that I want you to acknowledge is that you believe that you are worthy of that love. Now, that's probably going to bring a lot of resistance. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to set the intention that you want to believe that. Even if you don't believe it, Right now in this moment, I want you to set the intention that I want to believe that. And so say it again. I believe that I am worthy of love. How does it feel? Still a lot of resistance, that's okay. If it's starting to feel less resistance, that's beautiful. But you're just setting the intention. Whether or not you believe it isn't important right now, you're just saying that I set the intention to want that, to say it, to believe it, and that may be all you can do right now. But I don't want you to underestimate how powerful it is that you just set an intention. You just said something inside of yourself. You just put it out to God in the universe that you want to believe that you're worthy of love. It's powerful. It can be life-changing. So here's the third thing. I want you to set the intention that you're going to give yourself permission to love yourself. Just decide that. Whether or not you feel like it, once again, not important. The intention is what's important. Allowing your soul to speak is what's important. So you're saying right now in this moment, I set the intention that I'm going to give myself permission to love myself. That's it. That's number three. That's the whole thing. Write it out, make that intention, and then see what happens. There's a powerful thing that's happening when you're setting those intentions. So let's go ahead and move on to the fourth point, which is write out why you're lovable. I mean, if you just set an intention that you're going to give yourself permission to love yourself and you're going to believe that you're worthy of love, let's go ahead and put some things in practice. Write out some reasons why you're lovable. Now, before you put that pen to paper, say this with me. I give myself permission to love myself. Now begin to write out why you're worthy of love. What makes you lovable? Can't think of anything? That's okay. Can you think of one thing? Maybe not. That's okay. But if you can, write it down and then begin to write down the next thing. Is there one thing that you can find? Okay, maybe you can't. Well, if you can't, let me give you one. You draw breath. You're alive. You exist. And you might say in your head that that's the reason why you're not worthy of love, because you exist. No, that's the reason why you're worthy of love. Because you draw breath, because you exist, you are worthy of love. And you might say to yourself, you know what, that just feels fake. That doesn't feel real. Uh, Even me writing out the reasons that I'm lovable just doesn't feel good. It feels like I'm lying. It feels like I'm making stuff up. Listen, it's normal that it feels uncomfortable. It's normal that you would think that it's not true because you've spent so many years of believing that the other things are true. And see, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're realizing, that we had a belief system that came from experiences that gave us core beliefs, and then those core beliefs get reinforced. We talked about that in the last episode. And so the fact that you're writing it out and it doesn't feel good, it feels fake, it feels like a lie. That's all a signal that you've been trained to believe that you're not worthy of love and your system's wired that way. And that's good news because if it's training and it's wiring, you can retrain and you can rewire. So this is what we're going to do. We're just going to keep finding things. And even if you feel like you've got to make something up, Make something up in the beginning, because you're at least beginning to see something positive. You're at least putting something good down. And what you'll find is even the things that you feel like you're making up are your soul speaking to you. Those are things that are coming up from within you. There's a reason those were the first few things that you thought of when you decided to make something up about why you're lovable. It's because inside of you, your soul believes that you're lovable. Your soul wants you to know that that part of you or that thing that you're writing down is a reason that you're lovable. So this is a great practice that you can do, is just continue to find times where you can write out why you're lovable. And a really interesting thing you can also do is before you start to write it out, say the words, I'm worthy of my own love. I give myself permission to love myself. Write it out, even if it feels awkward. And then at the end of writing it all out, say those words again. I'm worthy of my own love. I give myself permission to love myself. And what you'll begin to see is a shift in energy. You'll start to feel different when you say those words. Enough time and enough retraining. You're going to believe those words. You're going to break through and be able to give yourself permission to love yourself if you just stay at it, if you just keep that intention. Listen, it's about the intention. The results will come if you just do your part. Even when you say, you know what, it's not working. That's okay. Step back, try it again, and all you've got to do, have the intention and put the action with it, and the results will come. Now that leads me to the fifth point. You've written out a list as to why you're lovable. I want you to say the words right now. I am worthy of my own love. I give myself permission to love myself. But here's what I want to let you know. You don't need a reason to love yourself. That list as to why you're lovable It's a beautiful list. It may include things like you're kind, you're generous, you're patient, whatever that is. But listen, that that list is great and it's helping train us. It's helping us see the positive. But the great fallacy that we live by is that we need something, that there has to be something about us that makes us lovable. We have this thing that makes us think. There's things that we do that make us unworthy of love and there's things that make us worthy of love reality is you're always worthy of love. Sure, well, we do things that annoy other people, hurt other people. Uh, Yes, absolutely. But it hasn't changed the fact that you are worthy of love because you exist, because you draw breath, because you are who you are. That's it. You don't need a reason. That's the most profound truth that I've discovered and that I think other people discover along the path is that you don't need a reason. That's the myth. That's the craziness about it. But we've got to get to that point. And that's when giving ourselves permission to love ourselves, that's when it really starts to make a lot of sense because we've always been able to give ourselves permission to love ourselves. There was never a barrier that we needed to overcome. There was never anything that we needed to fix or to, to make better about ourselves. You were always worthy of it. You were always able to give yourself permission to love yourself. We just had to unlearn and we just had to begin to see that's always been the way that it is, and it's always the way that it will be. So with that in mind, can you say one more time, I give myself permission to love myself. I love myself simply because I exist. Now, as a person who set the intention that they're going to give themselves permission to love themselves, I want to ask you to do one more thing, and it's this. Do one thing today or this week that's a loving act towards yourself. You see, you've set this intention, and now you've heard that you're worthy of love regardless, that you really don't need to become all these things or do all these things to be worthy of love. So let's start right now. Let's start today, let's start this week. Can you find one thing that you can do that's a loving act towards yourself? Just one thing, that's all. For me, it was doing mirror work. I committed to every day doing mirror work. What do I mean by mirror work? Standing in front of the mirror, telling myself that I'm worthy of love, telling myself that I was enough. Now, I've shared before that took me like six to eight months for that to really start to settle in and to start to sink in. That was a very loving act towards myself because I was giving myself permission to say something kind about myself face to face for the first time in my entire life. So that may just be a place that you want to start. Is something very simple like that that says, you know what? I would have never done this before, but now because I've set the intention to love myself and to give myself permission to love myself, I'm gonna do this, I'm going to take this action. And see what that's doing, it's reinforcing the fact that we believe we're worthy of love because we're putting action with it and our intention is matched with action which will then produce results. And those results will begin to change our core belief system and then we'll begin to feel that sense of love towards ourselves And everything begins to change in our life. All of our relationships, the decisions we make, the things that we choose, the things that we believe that we're worthy of. Well, thank you, my friend, for joining another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. Grateful for you. I really am. And I know what it feels like to hate yourself. I know what it feels like to struggle to give yourself permission to love yourself. And so thank you. Thank you for investing in yourself. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this. Now, I've mentioned a few times in this episode about working with people and helping them on their journey. If you do need help, you can reach me at jerryhenderson.org forward slash coaching or send me an email at jerry at jerryhenderson.org or find me on Instagram at jerryahenderson. Would love to hear from you. Love to hear how your story is going and how these practices and the things that you're hearing in these podcasts are helping you. Well, I hope you have a beautiful week. And remember, as always, You are worthy of your own love and you can find the permission to love yourself.